Uh, welcome to our podcast. It's, it's it's a bit of a shambles. This is the the first attempt, so we'll see how it goes. This is uh, No Stone Left Unturned. Yes, until we think of a better title. Yes, this is the pilot episode, and today we will be talking about monsters and things in Devon. This this podcast will will cover the more mysterious side of life and <laughs> <laughs> the the bullshit basically and the funny stuff for the most part hopefully unless one of our other podcast hosts has his own way uh, who wants to start oh I'll start I've got a good story oh god right so as you, as uh, as my co-host said uh, I'm Craig and this is Ash by the way <laughs> Yes. Uh, right. Got my paper. Got my note. Got my scripts. Right. Oh, we've got sound effects as well. Yes. <coughs> Pull up a chair, people. Right. Listeners, beware. You are in for a scare. This legend is the legend of Tar Steps, a spooky bridge in Devon that's actually pre- apparently rather pleasant and easy to cross. But it has a legend, and that's why we're here. Now, this bridge in Devon is said to be built by the devil himself. So did... Let me finish. So this bridge in Devon is said to be built by the devil himself. So that he had somewhere to sunbathe. Why? Well, I don't know. It's Devon. It's... He lives in hell. Devon reigns. Yes. The... Yes, I don't know why he decided to build his somebody. The, the research. What about Spain? The Sp- yeah, because he, he chose Devon of all places. I'm sure he had a reason. It's a shithole, Devon. <laughs> Continue, sorry. Devon is lovely. Don't listen to him. He's evil. To protect his so uh, to protect his sunbed. Actually, you know what? I've done this in a form of a one-person play. <laughs> I thought I'd surprise you, Craig. Oh, that's it. I've written it down here. Give me two seconds. About how it went down. So. You were really bored, huh? Yes. I wrote this at lunch. The devil is lying stark naked on his bridge. His schmeet swinging in the wind like wind chimes. A group of villagers want to, wanting to cross the bridge come over. Oi! Let us cross your bridge! No, go away. Let us cross! No, go away. Right, that's it. The first person who cro- the first person who comes across my bridge will be crushed. Oh no, run away! Jokes on you, I'm into that shit. And the villagers run back home and discuss how to cross the bridge. Um, the research I did, I did lots of research on it, and not one of them said why it was so important the villagers wanted to cross the Devil's Bridge to get to the strip club. Uh, they were simping, no simp September. Uh, and this this play is basically what I've done about the story I read, um, and this is how I assume it went down, so don't take it to heart. So, the villagers go back home and discuss with each other how to cross the bridge. Alright, I think we should pay him. We should make a blood sacrifice. We should put on a musical performance of Cats on repeat, annoying him so much he'll have to move. The band's on holiday, just leave him alone. I know, right? It's, <laughs> <laughs> That's the stupidest idea I've ever heard. Wait, maybe he's onto something. I am? Uh, th- I mean, yeah, I am. No, not that. That's stupid. I'm saying we send a cat across the bridge. 
The villagers all nod in agreement, presumably jumping in the air and freeze frame high-fiving. And then we get back to my research, to which says the villagers sent a cat across the bridge, which pom- promptly exploded. Or vanished, depending on which one you watch, which bit of research you saw. I choose to believe it blew up. I choose to believe that the devil doesn't like pussies. <laughs> one day, an annoyed farmer went over to the devil and stood his ground. He said, I, I want to crush this bridge. And the devil was like, didn't you hear me? I said, the first person, no, I'm not moving. Let me finish. No, not moving. It's my bridge now. I live here now. I'm going to cross this bridge whenever I damn well feel like. But I built it. It's my bridge. And the devil, finally the devil succeeded after approximately three hours, probably. It doesn't say that. And the devil said, okay, fine. People can only cross the bridge, but only when he's not using it. So to this day, they say, if you're about to cross tar steps and you see the devil sunbathing naked on it, do not cross. For you will be crushed or blown up, depending on which. By his schmeet swinging in the wind like wind chimes. That is the end of my first story, Tar Steps. Well, that was that was a way to start off this, this series. <laughs> I was so happy. And I've written the whole there to there of it. I gotta I got know who. Is the, uh, is the accent based on a mutual friend? It, the, the the one who stood his ground might be, yes. <laughs> yeah, it might be a, fa- a certain farmer we know. He, he reminded me of a certain man, a young man, if he's listening. Yes, a young, Not strong... Not his peak. Yes, a young, strong man. With lovely hair. With lovely, and a lo- shining... A, lo- a lovely family. <laughs> and a lovely family. <laughs> and that's the end of my first story of Tar Steps. I thought you might like that one. Do you want to have a go? Sure. Oh. Okay, I need to move so, closer to the mic. Uh, I'm trying to think what will my first one be. Do we want a short one to start off with, or just pick? Okay, we'll, something. <laughs> it's fine. We'll go with the headless horseman story. Oh, I saw this one. Sorry. So, I'm I'm not as great as accents as Ash, but we'll give it a go. In De- well, in Devon, there's there's a there's a street, yeah, a bar called the Fisherman's Cot, and it's had many sightings of a, a, a headless horseman just running back and forward who is apparently a priest which I don't know how you tell that when he's riding a horse with, with no head or maybe he's got like a cross hanging around his neck that's swinging he doesn't have a neck what does neck? he what oh shit he doesn't have a neck <laughs> sorry I'm sorry okay so on Big Clay Bridge he goes through through there a lot and the, the thing the interesting thing about this is this bridge is, is apparently a a uh, a time portal. <laughs> so, <coughs> so the TARDIS just happens to be sitting in Devon, as as, as you would, and apparently you can just travel back in time. Must must be nice. Where's this bridge again? I want to see the dinosaurs. Bickley Bridge. Brick. What? Bickley Bridge. It's in South Devon, if I remember right. Oh, that's way too far. And uh, as well as seeing this spectre. Footprints are often heard of the horse galloping past by, admittedly, very drunk onlookers. So, my theory personally is a couple of people have had too much to drink, but um, you know it, it's Devon. There's not much to see, so you kind of have to. But um, I thought this is interesting, and I I looked into it, and from from my research, it appears that there's a few headless horsemen around Devon. And uh, they they seem to have a pandemic of them, you could say. There's I've, I counted about five. Uh, I won't go into all of them, but I 
apparently the young priest gallops in parts of South Devon up and down the road and the ghost is said to have died around the 1300s which I don't know why he's still in Devon like I don't know why you wouldn't just fucking leave <laughs> <laughs> but um, really enjoys looking at the empty fields the, apparently this is very common a, a very common folklore tale among, among Devonites Deveners Devonites I think they're called oh, yeah Devonites <laughs> <laughs> and uh I'm I'm assuming it's to tell it. You know how folklore stories are supposed to tell children not to do something. I'm assuming it's to not be a priest. And that's the <laughs> and we're cancelled, right? That's the that's the movie. Um, and yeah, I just, I've looked into it. Headless Horseman legends uh, go across the world, which may either give some credence to it or not. I do enjoy the Sleepy Hollow legend. Yeah, that's that seems to be the origin of it, and it start it started a few hundred years ago in New York, apparently. Yeah, it's just outside New York, Sleepy Hollow, isn't it? Yeah, and that's that's my first one. Admittedly, not as entertaining as yours, but so I don't think it'd be inter- I don't think it'd be inter- as entertaining as my next one either, to be honest. Well, not all of us have a ADHD, so oh, we can't see me doing that. <laughs> I'm doing rock on sink sink fingers, but I didn't. I forgot that you can't see me. Oh my god, I've already offended Devon people and priests. <laughs> oh my god we're 10 minutes in and I've already excluded a, a couple hundred thousand people yeah we're 10 minutes in I've already done my first of three stories I need to long these out longer I love you people from Devon and uh priests I guess I want a disclaimer Devon is a lovely place we've been there yeah we went last weekend this is why we're doing Devon Monsters it's <laughs> a lovely place with a, a lovely farm and, and some lovely hosts at said farm please invite me back I love it there <laughs> I, I'm, I'm joking. Don't, don't, don't kick me out, of Devon. I have done nothing but defend Devon this whole time. So if you want to give me a discount on the next trip, then that's fine too. Brilliant. So go on to my go next. Yeah. yeah. Now, my next story. So some some of you Arthur Conan Doyle fans might be a fan of, because one of his stories was based on this, and the Hound of the Baskerville. The guy who wrote Harry Potter. <laughs> You've really <laughs> thrown me off my groove here. <laughs> so the, tis the Hound of the Baskervilles. No, that's not wrong. That's what it's based off of. This is the Demon of Dartmoor. Oh, so shit. <laughs> About a billion years ago, or 2007, a giant hound was seen... Was, let me start again. There was a newspaper article released of a picture of a giant hound stalking a group of climbers slash hikers um, it was and phantom hounds have been a large part of English folklore for centuries um, I've actually got something covering one of them have you? <laughs> yeah. brilliant There's, I'm sure we'll talk about uh, uh, my, one of my favourite black hounds is Black Shuck who I'm always going on about here he's a very cool phantom hound which I'm guessing we're going to have more time to discuss because we're only 11 minutes in and I'm halfway through my second story yeah, so there's a new article about a hound, and that reminds me to research an old story about a Dartmoor ghost dog oh, thing. Oh. Now, there was a man who was not very nice man, known as Richard Cabell. He was also known as Dirty Dick, which I thought you might enjoy. <laughs> How does one earn this title? <laughs> well, he was an all-around bad guy. Um... You know, he was rumoured to have killed his wife. Um, he enjoyed the hunt, which is where you get your dogs to 
Okay, which is the connection to the dogs here. And also, he had very bad personal hygiene. And, yeah, he stunk, apparently. And, um, oh, yeah, and also he was famous for claiming he was immortal from selling his soul to the devil. That's what he would do. Yeah, so anyway, he died. And um, when he was, the night he was buried, a pack of phantom hounds stormed his tomb area, standing on top of it and running around it and howling and shrieking throughout the night. I, I reckon he just... He... He was immortal, but he must have crossed that tar steps bridge. <laughs> he got blown up. Yeah. <laughs> he vanished without a ford. So phantom hounds appeared and howled throughout the night, pro- uh, presumably annoying the village quite a bit. And then from that night, on the anniversary of his death, Dirty Dick and his ghost Dick could be seen leading the ghost dogs across the land of Dartmoor. Eventually... Because I assume they got tired of Smelly Dick. The villagers built a large large mausoleum around his tomb and put a large rock on top for good measure. Everyone knows the way to stop a ghost named Dirty Dick. He can't go through stone. He can go through everything else, but stone's just too much work. Yeah, maybe it's like holy stone or um, salt. This is a really fucking big stone. Yeah, they're like, oh, that'll do. We got the strongest guy in the village doing this, so we'll get the other one in. Shipping. Yeah, Dirty Dick didn't have any muscles, so don't worry. He put all his he put all his points into being a douchebag. He apparently he apparently was a massive dick, like he complained yeah. about things every time. And he was a he, he he used his skill tree to advance to stink. Mm. Turns out though, the dog in the photo, after doing some more research, was a was someone's pet Newfoundland named Troy, who's apparently a gentle giant. He's oh. very cuddly. His owner is a 30-year-old woman and her 15 and 12-year-old daughters, I think. Just going off in my memory, but I could be wrong. Um, she got a phone call saying, is that Troy on the uh, newspaper? And she was like, oh, shit, that is. I, if, if, it was, if it was my dog, I would have played along. But yeah, it's Beast. Beast, demon of Dartmoor. You want um, Great Danes, don't you? So you should just release them and make people think there's a giant beast around. I would love a Great Dane. Or a Newfoundland. The Newfoundlands are way too hairy for me. I think the new, uh, Great Danes will be a bit easier to clean up afterwards, but that's, I've got nothing to advance that off of. There's also the Demon of Dartmoor thing. Um, I haven't written this down, so this is all that's on my head. Some people say it's a phantom cat. Um, and I want to say that uh, in the 80s or 70s, um, there was a law passed about uh, having exotic pets in that the law was you're not allowed them. And a bunch of places released them into the wild. I think so that's my theory on the Phantom Cats. <laughs> I had a... In one of mine, they mentioned that same thing, I think. Yeah. So we, ours might be interconnected. Ah, oh, brilliant. Yeah, you can go next. <laughs> okay, well, this one... Let's just board your story. <laughs> this one's a different uh, story. It's not another Phantom Cat. It's, it's about a human salmon. <laughs> Which is the best name for a mermaid that I've ever heard. Oh, shit, I've got a mermaid one as well. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's it's from South Devon. Yeah. Um, this one's quite weird. Uh, in 1737, in in the terrifying land of Devon, <laughs> some fishermen. I'm joking, by the way. Please invite me back. Mm. Uh, some fishermen claimed in a letter that they caught a massive creature, which had two two legs and looked like a human, but also instead of those legs, there was a tail. So um. I don't really know what to do with that information, but apparently it had a tail instead of legs, but it had two legs. 
<laughs> I don't I don't know if they got great eyesight or something, but it then jumped out and ran away and the fisherman chased it down until the creature outran them and then eventually they caught up with it and it just collapsed. Huh. And uh I don't I don't really know what to do with this information, but I've also found that they have uh, many fishy tails. Uh, including mermaids and they've been seen all over Devon and all over the British coast in fact which may just mean we need to stop drinking as much <laughs> if we're <laughs> seeing fish tail things with also legs um, the running monster also screamed and moaned like a person apparently ah! oh! <laughs> what was that last one? I don't know that was a moan Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry I, I banged my toe but um, it was apparently four foot high now I was thinking a short, web-footed, tailed creature that also stank of fish. It might be Danny DeVito. We never know. <laughs> How long did it take you to think of that one? <laughs> About five minutes. <laughs> uh, Mr. DeVito, if you're listening, please come on. We'd love to talk. Yep. About your magnum dog. I'm sure he's. <laughs> I'm sure he's right on his way. <laughs> And then apparently this creature was spotted again about 50 years later in 1823. And uh, they again allegedly had two legs below the waist, despite it looking like a salmon on the bottom half. Which I don't know if that means it just had scaly legs or they were on some strong shit. But um, that's what I've got for that one. <laughs> it's Fantastic. Mine is the same sort of thing. Um, 1812, Mr. Tupin and his group was fishing off the uh, coast of Exmouth. Exmouth whatever then he claimed he, he heard music and then saw a creature he described as and I've got his, his entire letter here but I won't go for the entire thing while um, he loads that up I'd just like to add we don't we didn't know what we were both going to talk about we chose random stories just because we thought it'd be quite funny yes we wanted to do each other no not like that <laughs> um, uh, we wanted to surprise Shit, go back go back <laughs> right so it reads as the head from the crown to the chin forms a rather long oval and the face seems to resemble that of a seal. It's like the opposite of my one. It might be a seal. <laughs> it might be a seal. Though at the same time it was far more agreeable possessing a, a gearable softness which renders the whole set of features very interesting. This is the most... It's just a lovable seal. This is the most um, well-written <laughs> drunk, pro probably drunken fisherman. Hmm. Yeah, mine, they literally just said it ran away and it had legs but tail. Mm -hmm. The up... Oh, no. Boring, 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 boring. Boring. The animal used its arms with great agility and its motions in general were very graceful. It's just a seal. It's probably just a seal. Um, boring, 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 boring. It's a mermaid. What more discussion do you need? But yeah, I've, um... Ooh. I've never really understood the whole mermaid thing. Because, <laughs> uh, surely if they were real, we would know by now. The thing with sea monsters is... you got... <coughs> Shut up. you got Bigfoot. you got <laughs> Phantom Hound. Yeah. That's not a sea monster. No, no, let me finish. I was... The dog is rubbing me. Shut up. Sorry, we got two dogs in the studio today. you got... The thing with sea monsters is... They've, I think stories of them have been around longer than stories of other creatures because you can't just say, oh, where's the proof? Where's the photos? Like, True, yeah. Not saying I believe in mermaids. <laughs> and it's just a word. 
we we haven't discovered most of what the ocean has to offer so i get sea monsters a lot more that's why i believe in like the megalodon because uh, it's still around just because we can't explore the true depths of the ocean a lot of the time yeah but i also like to believe like there's uh the kraken somewhere well the the kraken was a, was a thing that was like oh what is it it's a crazy mystery there's no way an animal could live to be that big and then we discovered the giant squid yeah or sea, Japanese sea monsters, which are like long eel type things, and then they discovered a frilled shark, which was supposed oh, yeah. to be extinct since the dinosaur times, I think. Um, they took that out of the water and it died. So humans suck. Great job, humans. <laughs> um, but they've established. Uh, I think there's probably more around. If there's if there's one, there's got to be more. It yeah. didn't just it didn't just show up. I mean, yeah, there's clearly a breeding group out there somewhere, and there's hope when when we find it, we don't take it out of the water. Yeah, we take photos of it and we leave it alone. Yeah. We say, right, this place is a no-go. Leave to it. Fair, <laughs> don't touch it. It's fine. It, to be fair, aquatic life we don't understand to the extent we understand land life because obviously we're here. Yeah, exactly. That's why I hope that like the lockless monster is out there. Just, I think it'd be really cool. I think it's a sturgeon. But that would be very cool. Yes, I'm just, sure. We'll I'm, get, just, I'm sure we'll get around to going there at some point. Oh yeah, we we want to do some uh, trips out to these places like Loch Ness and hopefully eventually travel Britain looking for some of these ghosts. Yes, so, ghosts are uh, in abundance. There's lots of them. Yeah, we we don't have many good cryptids because I'd love to go see. Uh, is it Mount Pleasant with uh, Mothman and stuff? Point Pleasant. That's Point it. Pleasant. West Virginia is. You could do a whole series on West Virginia you usually could there's so much stuff there you've got Grafton you've got the Dover Demon no that's, that's here no that's not that's a, that's a lie it's not it's, um, it is there but it's not West Virginia there's another type of demon Flatwoods that's the one Flatwoods, Flatwoods Demon Mothman I mean, anything that's in Fallout 76 is basically a cryptid <laughs> no. yeah West Virginia Sheep Squatch Sloth Monster the giant sloth thing I'm sure that's one if we ever discover one's real, please could it be Sheep Squatch? That would, yep. If I had to put my money on something to discover something real, it's got to be a Sheep Squatch. We, uh, we both work on a farm and it would just be amazing to just, <laughs> just know that there's this sheep demon out there. I try and breed it. <laughs> Imagine how well that would sell. You just you just have a, a breeding group of Sheep Squatches. I'd get one as a pet. As, no, as a bodyguard. Yeah, I'd get, make it sign a life debt. <laughs> like, like a Wookiee like, like a Wookiee and just have it oh that'd be amazing oh, I'd, I'd call it something stupid like Steve mm. or Sebastian Steve Sebastian the sheep squatch Sebastian get these people from my land <laughs> <laughs> just fucking massive Hulk sheep <laughs> that's what I'm picturing I mean you never know the Amazon's full of just some weird shit yeah not sheep though <laughs> sadly but... not <laughs> To my knowledge, there's no sheep in the Amazon. But no, that could be wrong. I'm sure they have farms holding something. One day. One day, hopefully, we'll find it. <laughs> I've got, um, well, two more. I'll go for the short one first. Okay. We've got another devil one here. Okay, fun. Do you believe in the devil, Ash? No. Okay. That was quick. <laughs> but I do enjoy the mythology and stories behind him. And if you actually look at him and what he was, the crimes he accused of, or the say accused of, did... Not that bad. Yeah, I think all he did was give uh, humanity uh, free will, didn't he? Yeah, he gave you the apple, and that gave you his free will, and apparently that's a bad thing. Um, Big up the devil. Uh, de the devil's footprint. <laughs> In South Devon, Devon again. 
this place has got a lot of shit in it. Um, in 1855, they had a massive snowstorm, a blizzard, some may say. Okay. <laughs> and uh, now this one's pretty stupid, but I'm just, I want your opinion at the end of it. When they when they woke up after a couple of days of snow, they found uh, hoof prints <gasps> <laughs> for a hundred miles. Now these hoof prints were said to, by religious leaders to be the devil's goat hoof prints. And that's all I've got for the devil's footprints. And I think, I think that's enough proof to show the devil is real. I don't know about you. Hoof prints for 100 miles. No animal goes 100 miles. Yeah, they don't have any sheep and devil. I've, I've never heard of a sheep or a goat or, or a cow or a horse going 100 miles. No. That is... That's name pretty name one stuff. horse that has walked ever. <laughs> That's something I'd research, I, I'm going to research more into because I feel, I'm sure there's loads of fun theories we can get into about that. It's, I found it really weird. It was just there was maybe a herd went through or something, and some animals are very careful to tread in previous tracks, especially in the snow, so don't yeah, to avoid predators. And I just think it's really interesting that 170 years ago they just decided this was the devil. <laughs> 170 years ago. Yeah. Oh, very suspicious time then. 19. 1800s? Yeah. 1850. God, I can't do math. I hope this podcast takes off. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be in episode three, and you're like, huh? Welcome to episode two. Uh, <laughs> okay, um, my last one is, uh, as I said, related to cats or ghost cats. It's the Beast of Bodmin Moor. And uh, basically, it's, it's a phantom wild cat. And I didn't know before starting this, but apparently there's a lot of those in Devon. <laughs> And across the UK. Yeah, I found loads when I was trying to find stuff. But um, the rumours of this rogue beast started in 1978 with a, with many mutilated livestock being found across the um, Devon. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, now, now um, for a long time it was theorised that this was a wild phantom beast of a cat. A jaguar, a cheetah, a panther. And then... Scientists came out and claimed it was impossible, as they wouldn't survive. There, there wouldn't be enough breeding groups to continue the breed, the species. Sorry, and and the numbers would have just died out very quickly, especially with the amount of of guns in the countryside. That's not a slight. I'm I'm just just saying. Yeah, everyone and their mums packing around here. <laughs> and um, <coughs> so I I wanted to ask you, Ash, what do you think this mysterious beast? was that was killing farmers' livestock. Well, I don't know if you heard, Craig, but um, back in 1970, there's a new law passed. Yeah. <laughs> 1978, exactly. <laughs> Saying you can't keep exotic cats anymore. Yeah. I'm starting to think we have the same story, just in a bit of a different area. <laughs> I, I didn't even have that story. I just It just reminded me of it when I was talking about the dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I just ruined your one for no real reason. But it's a bunch of people, rich people, just went, well, there's no point. I'm just going to release it into the wild. Mm. I'm not, there's no point in trying to sell it. It's going to take ages and I can't be bothered. It's too expensive to move something, just release it. But, yeah, um, pumas and lynx and stuff all got released into the wild. One, one of the theories is that it's uh, to do with private zoos or collectors not reporting an escape or just letting them go, as Ash said, due, due to the legal consequences that were going on at this time. And... Apparently, Mary Chip- Chipperfield, who was a circus lady who was famous for working with chimps, 
had to shut down her her private zoo uh, in 1978 due to this new law and may have released three pumas into the area and um, so she's denied this ever since but the Ministry of Agriculture have searched the area and claimed in 1995 that there was no evidence of these creatures anywhere which I'm, I'm just saying Devon's a fucking big place yeah, and it's in 1999, not, not 1970. Yeah. They, they, they searched yeah, that they a bunch of years, years. later. <laughs> and uh, yeah, there was no verifying evidence of a big cat in the area. And I don't know how long pumas live. My bad for not getting that, but um, <laughs> I, I doubt it would last 20 odd years. In the wild as well, in a new environment with no mm. friends or no pack. You know, I don't know if pumas are pack hunters, I have no idea. Mm. Uh, if it's anything like other big cats, then maybe. But... Um, about a week later, after this study, a young boy found a skull, which belonged to a large, uh, what was it, sorry, a young male leopard, which obviously is different to our prior uh, mentioned animal of a puma. But um, they later analysed this skull and it was found to be a, uh, a, a victim of the illegal fur trade. So it was actually leopard. It wasn't. Fake. Yeah, it was a real leopard. Those are in proper. Devon. Those are proper killers. Yeah, they would easily move. They drag things up trees. And that was what I was thinking. And even though it was shown to be, it was killed by the poachers. These poachers, like obviously, they're not running with the health and safety regulations. <laughs> so it's very likely that something may have escaped or may have may have gotten out over this. 30 year period where this has been going on now and soon after a photo came out showing a possibly a pregnant female jaguar jaguar which means we got three possible different animals but all large big cats and i i personally believe that uh mary chipperfield i think it was released these animals it's- but um I, I like to believe that there's just a, a species of big cat hiding in the trees <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> these are actually like, compared to my ones or some of your other ones, it's like these are actually really plausible. Yeah, I tried to go for like just the weird, weird <laughs> kind of plausible ones. I I wasn't really sure what to go with for the first episode. I didn't want to go too freaky. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I tried to keep it light, relatively light. I mean, I I dis- I discovered loads of ghost stories, so we could go into those another time. Well, we still got, we're only half an hour in, so we're probably going to end up doing that. I thought, I thought it would take longer, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, maybe we need to get more stories next time. Yeah, absolutely. I thought three. I thought three would be plenty with my little play. My little play as well. Um. I've got some hairy hands, not in my, not off my, not my memory, but not in the. <laughs> I've got some pretty clean-shaven hands, I'll be honest. <laughs> Let's hear the hairy hands story. So there's a road in Dartmoor, and I think, forgive me, this is all off the top of my head. Um, there's a road in Dartmoor, basically the B something, and uh, the story started back in nineteen something, and um, a motorcyclist was cycling motorcycling this is tough Uh, (laughs) and suddenly a pair of disembodied floating hairy hands no that's a lie sorry he crashed naturally and he's supposed to be the ghost I think and so now whenever people no pressure Ash you're just carrying the podcast (laughs) drive there there's stories of a pair of floating hairy hands appearing 
in front of you, grabbing the steering wheel and trying to swerve you off the road. We discussed going through that road um, on the way to Devon, but it would have been a two-hour detour to just go, right, we've done it. But, but what if he did show up? Then we've missed a really big opportunity <laughs> to tell that story. Actually, you know what? Yeah, we did. We, we went there, he showed up. We yeah. did it. I just want to say, imagine like your family member dies in a motorcycle crash and everyone just remembers him as the hairy hands guy. <laughs> like a hundred years from now, that family is going to be dead and gone. But their their child, their grandson, is just going to be remembered for having hairy hands and dying on a motorbike. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a good point. I never really thought about <laughs> that poor guy. He should have just shaved his hands before he left. He was yeah. going out on a date or something. He's on a, yeah. I don't know where he could really go in the middle of Dartmoor. I don't know the bike, but... They got, they got pretty nice beaches over there. Yeah. I, lo- I love the Devon beaches. Yeah, I enjoyed the Devon beaches as well. I got buried in the sand. <laughs> um, we gave him some sand tits. Yeah. And the lady garden made of seaweed. <laughs> yeah, that's a new Devon word I learned. Lady garden. Yeah, I think I think you guys can use your imagination for that one. But um, I also learnt directly, which means later or something like that at a later date. Uh, uh, Miss which I assume means laugh fitting fits, <laughs> but I'm not entirely it's, sure. <laughs> it's a weird trip. I got I got podcast. yeah. <laughs> I thought the uh, I thought the stories would take longer, so I'm stuck. Yeah. Ah! Yeah, there must have something in here. Oh. So, um, we, we accidentally found Stonehenge. <laughs> yeah, we saw Stonehenge, that was pretty cool. We, um... Some people say that was aliens that made Stonehenge, but those people were idiots. Because <laughs> pulleys weren't invented back in the day, apparently. I don't think... I, I don't even know if Devon covers Stonehenge. Uh, we'll go Stonehenge such, on the way to Devon. I don't this know if it's... such a mess. <laughs> <laughs> it's our first one. Give us a break. In it, yeah. So Black Shark, he's cool. Um, he's not Devon, but <laughs> I mentioned him earlier. He's another Phantom Hound. And the story of him was pretty fun. And the reason I thought, thought of uh, researching him a bit more is... Actually, let me tell the story first before I go into his research. So basically, there was a thunderstorm one night, a big black scary dog with red glowing eyes and breathing fire. you you got to specify that, huh? <laughs> Sorry. Take a step back and let me finish the story, please, and thank you. Gonna have to cut that bit, you know. <laughs> Fair enough. So a giant dark hound with glowing, glowing red eyes and breathing fire uh, stormed into a town slash village on a thunderstorm when there was a thunderstorm, and he broke into a church where people were taking refuge from the storm, and I think he burnt a couple of people somehow and killed two. And he just sort of went around these edges of the church a bunch of times and then head off, headed off into the night. And that story stuck around for quite a while. I don't think, obviously, I don't think he was a demon hellhound uh, with red glowing eyes and breathed fire. More likely he was just a giant wild dog. We have a lot of those in England. Well, had back in the day. Nowadays, just Staffordshire Terriers that's been left off lead. Um, <laughs> yeah, our wildlife isn't quite what it was <laughs> And I think the reason I really enjoy Black Shark is because very recently, I say very semi-recently, within recent memory, there was a newspaper article about a 15-foot dog. Jesus. Maybe not 15-foot. 8-foot? 
a bit of a jump there. I don't know if my co- I don't know if my colleague could Google that one for me. Um, and they believe that is the skeleton of the actual black shark. They believe it's a real. You don't have any data, right? <laughs> good, I'll do it. Craig, stall for me. So, um, my my colleague here, he um, he's very interested in these sort of things, and we've been discussing this podcast for a while. And although it may not seem like it, we've been planning it for a while, and we have a lot of interesting plans for this. We um we plan to cover uh, myths and legends from all the way across to Japan to America. Oh come the fuck on! <laughs> and uh, we even plan to cover alien conspiracy theories and and such, as uh, the third and fourth members of our podcast are currently not in, but um. They, one of them is very interested in space mysteries and the other is very interested in sort of ghost stories as well as that um, aliens and they know a lot about the greys and reptilians a lot more than, than my brain can understand but I think it'll make for interesting viewing for you lot and it'll take longer as well also I found it <laughs> so it was a it was found in a a ruins at Leston Abbey in Suffolk uh, belonged to a male dog who stood at seven foot tall, weighing two hundred pounds. Um, for those who don't know, I am five eleven ish, so that's a big dog, yeah. basically. It's believed to have been dated back to the seventeenth century when the legendary hellhound was rumored to roam, and it was very, very big. And this is the first thing where I could think of where a legendary creature may have been may have actually been existing, and that's. One of the reasons we said about doing the podcast in the first place was to try and find some yeah. truth behind the myth. Not all the time, obviously. We're talking about demon, uh, devil bridges and stuff like that. But I'd love to discover that, like the basilisk stories and stuff, are real. And uh, if the titanoboas and stuff like that, there's just forty foot snakes hiding mm-hmm. somewhere, or like an island we haven't discovered yet. And just, I love the sort of. Uh, extinct species or thought to be extinct stuff that we could the weirder stuff that we could show but also the the sort of you know myths about you know about the ground dolls that were just staring through someone's house oh that was the um there was a thing in america where a bunch of very drunk redneck people possibly very drunk rumored uh charging to police station said we just had a shootout with uh with aliens or goblins and they described the story as a bunch of goblins were looking into the windows and they started shooting them and stuff like that and this was the ground owls was a separate thing I got mixed up when I told you that story uh, it wasn't ground owls it was um, eagle owls for the help of Hobsonville and that's the theory is they have massive eyes they're very territorial with their nests and the theory is they had a nest in the roof of the house yeah. and some people people with guns are drunk they see an owl looking in the window a moth flew into my window once and I got scared. You can imagine what you're like if you're drunk and you have a, you see a giant head poking in your window above your child's bed. You start shooting that stuff. Especially in America. Yeah, and then all the hours start flipping up in the attic and you're like, ah, they're on the roof, get them! In, in America's defence, most of their animals are very scary. Like, I'd love to see a rattlesnake and stuff, but it'd terrify me. Yeah, they got quite a few... Not even after they've had be like legendary cryptids or anything like that. You've got bears, you've got wolves and shit. Probably some others, but I can't. Really, my brain's gone blank. 
<laughs> I think um, for the next one, we definitely need to prepare more. Yeah, we need more stories. We need more crew. More organisation. Yes, this was... We've put this... Not something we put it off. We spent a lot of time trying to pick the right microphone and all that snaz. Um, and trying to get it to work, basically, and trying to find a good schedule with lockdown stuff. It's been a bit hectic. But, you know, there'll probably be more episodes. And I think... That's all right for now. Yeah, we've finished that up. Brilliant. Yes. Right. This has been No Stone Unturned with Ash Van Helsing and Craig Blunt. And if um if anyone does end up hearing this, uh, we hope you enjoyed. We um we're gonna improve on this and learn. And uh, thank you for listening. And if you hear any bumping in the lights, for God's sake, don't split up and go towards it. <laughs> thank you. Bye bye. Bye.